Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. Episode 177 might be a little short one today. We're just going to talk about 205 Live. We're going to talk about a classic match from 1986. And we are also going to talk about Bola and we're going to take some questions. And we have some news items that might be a little old, but some of us are just figuring out things that are happening on the interwebs my name is john and joining me this week as she does every week is the little guido to my tony mama luke that might be the other way around might be more suitable but marianne hello i don't like either of those names wow well they are both great wrestlers they are both fine wrestlers fine wrestlers what is it i'm just weird about italians well all right (laughs) you say it's going to be a short episode very much unlike the German spelling of the word 177, which is very long. Ein hundert sieben und siebzig. And that's all one word. Ein hundert sieben und siebzig. Goodness. That is very, that is very long. I remember when I took German in college, he would do projects or he would have like have things where he'd be like, write the longest German word you know up on the board numbers aren't allowed and we were like shit like because they're so long if you spell them out phonetically goodness well but yeah how are you uh i'm doing well i am rip roaring and ready for this weekend um bar wrestling is running tonight and tomorrow night i was gonna try and go i think it was to tonight but uh i figured Best not tire myself out with the wrestles, which is almost impossible. Um, yeah, PWG, bowl of this weekend. Pretty Are hyped for it. Are you going to it. bar wrestling tomorrow night? I am not, no. What? No. What? Well, yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going tomorrow night. That's my payment. Um, for anybody wondering about the update of where I'm staying for Bola, what had happened was I got asked about rent. <laughs> like as I right. as I was going to get my hair done, I went. Well, this is garbage. But um, good good friend um, Jack, who I know has listened from um, Armbar Emporium, uh, he is letting me stay with him, and it's fantastic. And in return, I have bought him a ticket, and it's going to be his first time at bar wrestling. And so he and I are going. And obviously, I need to see Dan Barry. So nice. I'm trying Mama. to think. I think it's in. Do you know where it is tomorrow? Because I know Baldwin Park. It's in Baldwin, so Baldwin, I believe, is pretty far from me. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Baldwin Park is is very far. Would you like me to to live look how far it is for me? It's by West Covina. Oh boy, that is John. John is is snooty and says these things as if I know. I recognize the names, but I don't know the distances. Uh, (laughs) Baldwin Park is an hour away from me. Good God. Right now. It's 24 miles, which usually isn't an hour, but... With traffic. Yeah, that's that's a lot. So I, I will not be going. I should have... I was thinking about going to tonight's show because it's a little closer, but... it's a, The show is like hecka late, though. Yeah. They're usually pretty late, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's uh, let's talk about 205 Live, shall we? Yes. Let us, let us, let us do that. Oh my god. So right now the um okay. oh my god. The Alexa in my room just went off and scared 
the holy bejesus out of me. Did you pee yourself? No, I was like, why is it so loud in here? Let's talk about 205 Live. <laughs> Let me gather myself because that actually was legitimately frightening. I've never heard uh, that program be so loud. Goodness gracious. You've seen the videos of people making Alexa laugh, right? No, I haven't. And I will not watch those. Because <laughs> I heard they are very disturbing. Anyway, 205 Live. We open with Drake. I mean, I'm sure we opened with him last week, but as we know, I apparently blacked out for a minute. Drake, Drake! I love Are it. Li- I loving his choice of green screen backgrounds. Oh, yeah. Very, very middle school portrait with the cloudy watercolors. I believe it was red and black. He's Yes, he's doing some good work here. Doing, doing some very, it was very, very middle school, like early 2000s cloudy portrait. <laughs> Breaking down the show for us. Good stuff, as usual. We open the show with uh, Buddy Murphy, who is going to get his title match against Cedric Alexander coming up in Australia. And he is alone, thank God. Yes, he is by himself, and he is taking on Grand Metalik. Who's just coming out to Kalisto's music now? Well, I guess I think that is all of their music. That's so insulting. Well, they're a group. They're a little group. But they're individuals still. That's very true. Thank you for recognizing them as individuals. <laughs> well, to, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. So I guess overall, I will just say this match was all right. Yeah. I didn't think it was ne- like nearly as good as the, I mean, Buddy Mur- any Buddy Murphy Kalisto match is amazing. And Buddy Murphy makes good Lucha things happen. God, he is just, it's going to be great when he wins that championship in Australia. I'm going to be really excited. That shit's going to um, be amazing. You have a note saying head to post, and I'm trying to remember what that was. Oh, he... Um, what it actually says. He, uh, Buddy Murphy kicked, like he push kicked Grand Metalik into the the post, and it was just like very, like, holy shit. He, like everything he does? Yes. Um, I think it was Vic Joseph, but he said that Grand Metalik was Spanish for Golden Mask, and I was like, no, it isn't. His other wrestling name is... Grand Metalik means nothing unless that is, it means no mouth hole. <laughs> well, he had a mouth hole. <laughs> he did? He had a mouth hole this week. What? Yeah. He's, uh, he's upgraded. Say, I don't need to stand out now. Obviously, I'm Grand Metalik. Oh, Ma- Mascara Dorada. Yeah, that was his yeah. old name. His name in uh, in New Japan and, and Seamill. Yeah. Hell yeah. We got a cool ass sunset power bomb. Oh my god, yes. It was so cool looking. Oh my goodness. I mean this match did pick up. I didn't think it was nearly as good as It had it had its ups and downs, yeah. definitely. It was not also you kind of looked at it like look at the position it was in in the show. Yeah. The opening one. I mean, but um he super kicked Murphy a lot, but like one of them in particular, he super kicked him like Chun Li. <laughs> like leg like really fucking high in the air. Yeah. Good shit. Like, which was pretty crazy. I mean, like, there's a height difference, I think. Yeah, there's a, a, like, a bit of a height it was, difference. It was, like, really, like, comical. Just didn't even look real, but it was super awesome. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Them Chun-Li super kicks. Uh, I, I love Metalik's springboard back elbow. It Every time he does it, it just looks so cool. He just hangs up in the air for a while. It's great. And then goes, I'm going to swing an appendage and hope it hits you in the face. <laughs> Basically. Uh, we saw Murphy break out the V-trigger, which was, uh, I'm sure he's done it before, but. Yeah, he has. 
And uh, man, I love that Murphy's Law. That's so good. It's such a cool move. And I, I love how I, I read your note and I went, I literally verbatim had the exact same note in my notes for that as well, which is Murphy's Law with a bunch of A's. Oh, I love it. I absolutely to emphasize love our enthusiasm for that move. Absolutely. Uh, and Murphy cuts a promo. That's about it for that. Um, previously on Hot Cop PD. You just He's made shirtless. He is shirtless. Why? Why? <laughs> but also thank you. Yes. And he's, uh, he's hanging out backstage and he goes, is this when he's like, man, oh, no, no, no. Well, we get a little promo and then we get the heart and the soul backstage. And he goes, I wish I was tagging with you. And he goes, I think I've got it covered. And Tozawa's just being insane. Tozawa is insane. Yes. We'll go over it later. I think Percy had a really good comparison it was... about Tozawa that I was like, oh, that's totally what he is. Yeah. So. Uh, and then we uh, we ended up getting uh, one Mustafa Ali. You just made the list. Returning to action against a local talent. I think that much should be one of our shirts if it's not our if it's not a thing I'm stealing already. What? A local talent. A local talent. <laughs> it just says a local talent. Uh versus a local talent. Mustafa Ali coming out like he's like if a light bright was a sexy man. <laughs> uh, Way more lights than usual. Hi- They've added more. Highlighting that. <laughs> Bolding it and underlining it could be an alternate title if light bright was a, really though yeah no i hear you you want to play with a light bright like <laughs> legitimately yeah turn on he had the, all what a, turn on colors. The... it wasn't just one color and i'm like ooh, he is just all all um dangerous for people that are uh seizure sensitive what was it turn on the magic of colored light i believe was the uh, the song how the song went? Also, funny, th- a little stupid lyrics. Yeah, I know it was an <laughs> '80s thing. What do you expect? It was probably earlier than that. Goodness. Anyway, uh, my band Manta Ray, you M A N N A R A Y. If you care, if you care to do a a good old Google search, you'll see that our cover was made out of um a light bright. Was it really? Yeah, we were like, this might be cool, and it has some of my doodles on it as well. It was um, originally marketed in 1967. Goodness gracious. Hey, yeah, if you Google Manta Ray, you can see with the cover. Boop. Boop. And you can see some of my... Very cool. There you go. Oh, we'll stroll down memory lane. Let's get back to... <laughs> to what we were originally talking about, which is... Oh, no! It's a day with Tommy back from Japan. That's where he was? Oh, yeah. He, he magically turned back into Kenta. And fought Marafuji. I have not watched this match. I heard it is very good. I will. He can do that. Yeah. No, they let him. Remember, we covered it. We said he's going to be going back to Noah. Uh, Honestly, I don't give a shit about Hideo Itami. All right. I understand. Which was my next note, which is Japanese is a beautiful language, but I still don't care. <laughs> um, he said Hideo Itami says that he has missed Mustafa Ali and that he hopes that he is feeling better, <laughs> which I laughed very hard at. Which is like, which is like sentences you get in like a first, like semester one learning language book. Yes. I miss you. I hope you feel better. Would you like to have dinner? Um, You know, Uh, like all those sample sentences. I feel like that's all he's capable of. Well, I mean, uh, this match was pretty short and we got the 054 and that was the end of that. Yeah. 
We had Drake Dadrick with his two evil sons, Gulak and Gallagher, the G and G connection. Gallagher. What did I say, Gallagher? Oh boy. Yeah. I have a friend named Gallagher. That's how that's it his is. First he, name? No, that's his last name. That's how you I was pronounce it. That's fucking unfortunate. Um and he says, Hey, don't get out of line or I'll I'll call that AOP. We'll call them. I'm so glad that's a thing. I think I, I texted you right when yeah, I saw it, and I think I put, it has begun. It has begun. So we're already getting the the threats of a uh, crisis on infinite Earths, if you will. Dude, um, why is Drake dressed like one of the barbershop quartet guys at Disneyland? A dapper Dan? I don't know. I'm not mad. I'm just curious. I don't know. I He can do whatever he wants, as yeah. long as he's got the AOP if, on. If he does a plaid outfit at some point, I'll lose it. I've gone plaid. <laughs> uh we got a noem dar thing you just made the list we also got a leo rush thing and then we found out that next week it will indeed be the man of the hour facing the scottish supernova noem dar you just made the list and i am super excited for that match me too that's gonna be some good shit and then we were on to our main event which was the Legal Eagle. The Regal Beagle. The Trailblazer. No, it's the Game Changer. Whatever. Is it the we'll Trailblazer, it. though? Is it there? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's Game Legal Changer, Trailblazer. Game Changer, Trailblazer. Um, there, there, he has a whole shirt. I don't know why I don't own it. But anyways, a very tan Drew Gulak and a very not tan Jack Gallagher. Uh, but J- Jack, Jackie's got some new gear. He does. Yeah. He's what got was it, s- Teal? It was te- I think it was Teal. It looked pretty good. I was like, all right. Getting away. Nothing, f- no color he wears will make him look more tan. No, it won't. But I mean, he got a uh, he got he got rid of those satin kind of green tights. They're, they were they were um they were uh, velvet. Velvet. I'm sorry. I yeah, never... they were velvet, and I think they had a satin paneling down the side, which is mm. fucking awful. Yeah. Like I think Chuck Taylor had tights that had a velvet paneling down the side, and I went, "Who fucking hates you?" <laughs> Goodness. I was like, "Don't touch me! You're disgusting." <laughs> yeah, I, I was over those uh, those green. green they were tights. so weird because he would wear them like, and he would wear them in almost a um, like like a a cricket kind of way with yeah. his socks all tall. Oh, you know what though? I like. And I'm like, the, who are you fooling? I like the tall socks. The tall, the tall socks. I did like that over this over the shorter boot. I did like that look. I just thought the tights looked strange. There's a lot of layering going on, but not anymore. There's so much. Uh, there's so much going on here. Um, also, apparently, uh, this is breaking news. My fandoms are colliding. Uh, Jeff McNeil, who is the second baseman for the New York Mets, apparently just uh, got V triggered at second base. Um, hopefully, he's okay. Jesus. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. Like he legitimately took a dude's knee into his head. No. So hopefully he's fine because he's fucking great. And so <laughs> someone tweeted me in Don Callis's voice, can McNeil get up from this? <laughs> Which I fucking hope he does because he is a very good baseball boy and we need him. Baseball anyway, lad. he is a very, very, a baseball lad. Oh, my, my, um, my worlds collided too. They had, um, the earthquakes mascot, just that blue guy mm-hmm. and an earthquakes player went to pro wrestling revolution and was in their training facility. And they posted a picture with him and I went, Oh my God, what's happening? This is great. 
Interesting. All right. Yeah, they do like wrestling stuff with them, which is like super cool. But yeah, anyways, Jackie got some new gear. Yes, he got some new gear. Uh, we forgot to mention they were taking on the team of Cedric Alexander and Akira Tozawa. Um, man, uh, G&G Connection here were killing it. They were a great tag team. I thought they did. R.I.P. Classic Connection, by the way. Hmm? I said R.I.P. Classic Connection, by oh, the way. Oh, are they not a team they... anymore? Yeah, there was a heel turn, man. Oh, the last no. APW show. Well, oh well. Now well, we got the G and G connection, the G squared yeah. connection. <laughs> anyway, uh, they had some really good tag team work. I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, how cool is Drew Gulak? Let's talk about Drew Gulak for an hour. Can we please? No, but we will say that uh, man, that Russian leg sweep transitioning into a power bomb was fucking sweet. Good for Drew Gulak having a wrestling name that's his actual name. Yeah. I love it. Good stuff. Um, he, is just, he is just the bee's knees. Yeah. Man of many nicknames. We had two hot tags in this match. That's how long it was. One of them was the Cedric hot tag, which you did not care for. Uh, I, I was bored, but Cedric bores me. So there you go. Uh, uh, he did catch a nice running kick by Gallagher in the corner, which was goodness gracious. He kicked him real hard right in his face. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, speaking of tag teams, uh, the Drew, uh, who kicked him? Jack kicking the like a trip kick with the clothesline, the high and low, as they called it. Oh, yeah. It was really crazy looking. That was fucking cool, too. And then Tozawa got the hot tag, and he headbutted the fuck out of Gallagher with a suicide dive. Gallagher is also very good at selling. Yes, but he, he caught him right in his mouth. Yeah, and he did like that hot tag, and I think Percy called him the Tasmanian Devil, and he is one hundred percent like he isn't wrong in yeah, that comparison. That is a perfect comparison. That yes. is exactly what he is. Absolutely perfect. Way to go, Percy! You're doing your job he, right for once. He did his job, and uh, you done b- did it. Before we locked on the Dragon Sleeper, we shouted for a better two hundred five live, and then we made, I believe it was Tazawa tap out. And we go we go backstage and we say, "Hey, Drake, what's up with that?" And they say, "Well, we're gonna have Gulak versus Alexander next week for the cruiserweight championship." So two hundred five live consistently uh, doing things right. Um, I update. I do have what comes after Trailblazer in the nicknames. Oh, all right. It's Legal Eagle, Regal Beagle, Game Changer, Trailblazer, Diamond Laser. Diamond ukulele laser. picking wild card karate chop action university city stretcher first time long time drew gulak goodness gracious <laughs> we should just have i should just have that up at all times yeah because we'll always we always get like it's like the it's like the first four or five digits of pi yes and after that it did you forget yeah we always get to trailblazer and then forget drop off right at diamond laser yeah oh well but ne- what's important is again. just the bulak Yes, getting his title shot next week. Good for him. What if it's Bulak versus Buddy Murphy? I don't think they're going to do that just because... It, well, actually, they might do that because... Yeah, they they might do that. Because going into Australia, Buddy Murphy's the face. There's like no yeah. ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, Buddy Murphy's the face even when they put him in a situation where he's not supposed to be. People still like him more. Oh, yes, definitely. So... Man, we're going to travel back in time here. 
you know, okay. very, very far back in time. Sorry. I yeah. Was, I was My parents gym. weren't even married yet. Oof. I was three years old. This was 1986. What is that? That's the year that we were blessed with Dustin. That was also the year that the New York Mets last won the World Series. Really? Against the Boston Red Sox. So, there you go. There you go. So, we're traveling back to November 29th, 1986. And we are going to talk about a match from Saturday night's main event. I used to look forward to these so much when I was a kid. When Holy you were three? Goodness. Well, no, they ran through a lot of stuff. Is that how, how you learn to use a, p- a possessive punctuation? What? Oh, yes. <laughs> Saturday nights. Well, that's how it's punctuated. I know. All right. Okay. Goddamn. Anyway, nowadays they just put Saturday night main event. Like they'll they would have they would have just dropped the apostrophe as it just made it bad English. Oh yeah, no, of yeah. course. So we uh, we travel back to '86 to watch the Macho Man Randy Savage defend his Intercontinental Championship against Jake the Snake Roberts. And my first note is Marianne, for the love of all that is holy, please watch the promo package they play to open the show of all the different wrestlers cutting promos, please. Please, I did. What did you th- What did you think? Thank you. First of all, oh my god, I've been saying baloney wrong my whole life. Thanks, Roddy. Oh, um, I can't remember how he said it, but I feel like I was I was being told I was saying it wrong. It was just very funny the way he said it. Yeah. I love Roddy Piper very much. Um, Bret Hart looks exactly the same. <laughs> yes. How How disturbing was Bret Hart laughing? Pretty disturbing, and also there's something about Bret Hart. He's just like that's very. I looked at it like young Bret Hart. I looked at him. I was like, wow, he kind of reminds me of Donst a little bit. Young Bret Hart? Yeah. Just like the, physically the way he looks. Huh. Mind you, Donst is infin- infinitely more attractive. Yes. But still, Bret Hart looks exactly the same almost. Um, he's like he's kind of like freaky Chris Jericho. All right. Okay. Canadian weirdness. Um, but... Also, speaking of Hulk Hogan, I'm pretty well versed in the ways of hair accessories, but I'm going to need to have somebody explain to me how he managed to attach that string of a headband <laughs> around his head because it didn't show that it was, it was showing that it was going like underneath his yeah. hair, but yeah. it was hanging by like a string, but it was still on there pretty firm. And I was like, fuck, I can't even get like an elastic bandana, like headband to stare on my head without squeezing and flying off. <laughs> like. And I have more hair than him. Yeah. I know I can't say that about a lot of things, but I had more. I have currently have more hair than Hulk Hogan did in that picture. My God, or in that, in that. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. so I wish I wish we would do this more often with dudes just cutting promos to the camera. It's just so good. I love it. I was so hyped. Was... And they were all using the colored squares like two cool Scorpio. Yes. Oh God damn. So Too we're in, we're in California, Marianne. Apparently. Goddamn California, y'all. <laughs> yeah. But, and it, it, it's so... If I didn't... And it opens, obviously, it's got um, Jesse the Body Ventura and then Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. And if I did not see the resemblance between Vince and Dad Shane before, yes. I fucking do now. Oh, yeah, right? Holy moly. <laughs> Holy cow. Except um, Vince, Vince isn't, like, all neck like Dad Shane is now. Yeah. Dad Shane is, like, all neck. Oh, yes. Yes, he is. He's, he's built a lot like that one... God, why does everything go back to being Spongebob references? I don't know. 
But it reminds me of the one, the one fish in the one character, like the one fish character in SpongeBob. That's like the huge muscle man one, where he's like his head is his neck. Right. That's been, that's Shane to me. But so, the one that, that that has like a ah voice instead of like a normal voice. Yes. SpongeBob with Marianne. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we get. We already got a bunch of promos, but we're going to get some more. And we have Gene Okerlin, motherfucking Mean Gene, and Jake the Snake, and um, Jake coming up from behind with the you snake. You see the snake first, yes. by the way. <laughs> and Gene's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> he's start- I love how he's shaking the microphone but and never not looking at the snake. And um, let me tell you. Jake the Snake Roberts is one of the best promos of all time. A lot Those of people. It's like once you get him worked up, he's just going to go. Oh my goodness. A lot of people want to shake my hand, but very few shake it the second time. Holy shit. Jake. What a promo. Fucking. My God. Good Lord. Uh, uh, so the announcers are in the crowd, which is very interesting. And also the angle it shows to show. When oh it yeah! First showed them was like behind them. Yes, that was bizarre too. And then it did it from like a weird lower side angle. None of the angles were right. It was almost like they had to put the camera where the only place they empty place they could put it. Right. And it wasn't like them like being like we should put it here. It was like they filled up the building and then went oh this is the only place we have to put it kind of thing. <laughs> this is the only place we can put it. Yeah. Yeah. And um. <laughs> We need to talk about Jesse. I I could not believe he said this. He said, I don't know if Okerlin was holding a microphone or a vibrator. And I lost my fucking mind. I I don't remember when I texted you, but I texted you and I said, dude, Jesse Ventura is amazing on commentary. Yep. Reminds me so much of Corey. Like I see there's like, there's just a a very like a realness about the way he's saying things along right. with the actual knowledge of, of what he's watching. Yep. I but yeah, that. I was I was I was very happy. Oh goodness. Goodness gracious. We get then we go backstage again and we got the Macho Man and Elizabeth. Macho Man is a rude pig. He is very rude. This is this is the how we uh this is how it was. This was Poor how Elizabeth. it was, I know. And that's how the Mega Powers uh, disassembled and all this other stuff. Anyway. Jesse the Body, body Ventura, they come out, uh, Macho Man and Liz, and he reminds Vince about what really matters, which is the upcoming match and not her tits. Oh, my goodness. He's like, oh, my goodness. And he's like, yeah, get it Vince together, McMahon. Yeah, you get it together. That's not. He was like, "We're here for the match, like not for this." And I was yeah. like, "Yes!" Like, <laughs> it was great. But also, um, when I first when the when the when the whole thing first opened, I went. My first note was, "Is that a toupee?" And then I realized, yes, it clearly is. Oh, for, to be. for Jesse opening the show, yes, yes, it was amazing. Um, man, I did not realize how over the DDT was as a move. They, the, because in the 80s, it was probably the coolest thing they'd ever seen. Oh, my God, right? The crowd was chanting DDT numerous times. There was even a point where he just hooked a front face lock and the crowd, like, collectively shit themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and then he ended up doing, like, a suplex face buster and he was like, eh, like, he did, like, 
like a, a so-so sign to the audience. <laughs> so he's just fucking messing with them. Which and is... now DDTs are like afterthought moves. Oh, yeah. Yep. Those are some loose-ass ropes, by the way. Weren't they? They were so loose. Yeah, I com- I completely agree. They were just like, I, I thought everyone was going to fall out of the ring. More on that later. But it also it also goes with saying the style of wrestling that they were doing. Oh, yeah. They're a lot tighter now because there's a lot more lucha moves involved. And lucha ropes tend to be really tight. Yeah, there is uh This match was basically pandemonium. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, though. I really, really liked it. Everything looked snug, which was great. And um, Savage was just throwing these double axe handles, which was just fucking brutal. And um, I loved... I, you know, we don't see anymore, Marianne. We don't see people tie their opponent up in the ropes anymore we don't see that a lot do we yes didn't that literally just happen like a week or two ago on 205 live i don't know i probably wasn't paying attention yes it did i remember specifically because i think it happened i can't remember who it happened to. i think it was mustafa ali yes you are correct yeah it does happen i apologize well anyway uh macho tied Jake up in the ropes and put Damien under the ring because every Damien's time... Damien's a really weird name for a snake or animal in general. I agree. That's probably why he picked it. Um, it's so weird. It's 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 like a devil name, kind yes. of. Well, yeah. But also, I have this weird thing where I can't stand it when people will name their animals like names that are very clearly human names. Right. Like, I had a friend growing up and she had two dogs named Melinda and Christina. Ooh, weird. You see, you see why that's weird. Yeah, yeah, because people are like, "Oh, but you can name your animal like Charlie or whatever," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's fine." But for some reason, very clearly, like Melinda and Christina are not dog names, right? But that's what she named her dog. So just and I sp- judge a person based on what they name their dog. So just a spoiler alert for you, Marianne. Um, Earthquake, you know Earthquake, right? Yeah. Uh, he feuded with Jake Roberts, and he actually did. An earthquake splash onto Damien, thus killing, no! it, thus killing him. Don't work yourself into a shoot. Come on. And they replaced. You know what my last note on this whole match is. No, I didn't. I didn't see it. Oh, that poor creature. <laughs> they didn't ki- actually kill the snake, Marianne. Jesus. They should not be using an animal like that, though. So, well, I mean, get it's ready. If we venture into the eighties, there's fucking animals all over the place. But anyway, um, he feuded with Earthquake. Earthquake squashed Damien in, uh, man, I remember that shit like it was yesterday. And uh, Jake Roberts actually ended up bringing out a new snake, which was bigger. Uh, and it was Damien's big brother, Lucifer. That's a better name for so him. So he went with the, uh, he was going with the devil stuff there. Yeah, it, it makes more sense when you, like, they see that name's better. Yes. Well, obviously, because um, it's not a universally accepted name for a human. Um, what? If, what were? Where did we leave off on the notes? I'm sorry. We were talking about um, Macho Man putting Damien under the under the ring. Because apparently, if Damien's not in sight, he loses all all ability to just be. Yes, if Damien is in sight, he loses his mind. Um, when he's not in sight, he loses yes. his mind. Yes. Uh, Jake's knee lift, great. His short arm clothesline amazing as well the ddt chance once again fucking crazy just crazy stuff 
Like, even the beginning moves to what could be a DDT, people are freaking out. Yes. I also... Like, shit, man. Another thing I really liked was, I, I can't remember when it happened, but... Oh, foot on... We did a lot of cool things with foot on the ropes here. And I think w- one of the nice touches that we saw was, as soon as Macho went for a pin and Jake was, like, close to the rope, as soon as he went for the pin, he put his foot on the rope. Yeah. Which I thought was a nice touch. It's just like, I'm not going to kick out. There's like gonna... no dicking around with this. No, it was good stuff. And then uh, I think later on, I want to say Savage put his foot on the rope and then he hooked, Jake hooked that leg and then he put his other leg on the rope. It was just very fun. It was very that You know what that reminds me of? Hmm. Um, everything comes back to this. Uh, did you ever end up watching the Zack Sabre Jr. Chuck Taylor match? from where oh from their title match for yes no i did not what the fuck you need to watch that that is like the leg on the rope match of the century (laughs) the leg on the rope (laughs) match of the century i'm just saying that because chuck taylor can do no wrong but also he's a real long boy so he's like he's like 80 percent legs right that match is great it's like actually great i'm not saying that because i'm like Jack Jack can attest to this. He was like, that's a legitimately good match. And he was like, you loving Chuck Taylor aside, that match was actually good in terms of Chuck Taylor standards. Right. There was there was like little to no comedy at all. You well, it's a title it. match. Yeah, it's true. But he can he puts comedy literally anywhere. Very true. Yeah, he's ridiculous. I'm also um, trying to to play the you just made the list, uh, and it's not working, so I don't know what's happening. Chuck Taylor is the top of the list. Yeah, I'm trying to play it, but it's not yeah. It's not doing it. I don't know what's going on. Any any, any unfortunate new listeners? <laughs> well, they heard it a couple of times already, so... Oh, Chuck Taylor, you're such a babe. You just made the list! There it there is. There we go. <laughs> That's strange. Could you hear it before or no? No, I couldn't hear it before. I wasn't listening because my, my, my head was just too cloudy of thoughts of Chuck Taylor. Oh, well, I sincerely hope that it wasn't just playing over and over again because I couldn't hear it in my headset. But anyway, uh, everything Jake Roberts does is great. I loved his punches. I love the ref losing his mind because he's punching him. Um, the high knee sending Jake into the ring post. Oh, so, oh, and then the shoving down of the ref. Yes, but there was a point where he, he um, I think Macho Man went to go jump off the turnbuckle and he got punched out of the air by Jake. Yes. I went, immediately thought, remember when Pete Dunn punched Mandrews out of the air? I do remember that. Yeah. It was like that, but not as good. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so Macho shoves down the referee. The referee kind of lets it go. Uh, he He's like, com- I'm going to take a bump, but then I'm going to take a bigger, bigger bump. Well, he, yeah, he comes back and Jake like grabs him and shoves him into the ropes. And he goes, uh, how do they describe it? Uh, ass over tea kettle. And he, he fucking ragdoll, man. He went through the ropes, and he almost like landed. He probably did land on his head, but it, it like he landed, landed. He landed on his on his head, but it was like a real awkward like neck kind of yeah thing. He just got he, he must have gotten like a whiplash feeling, maybe a little bit. Yeah, and still, uh, uh, it, this ended up being a a double disqualification or a no contest, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I had fun. Marianne, did you have fun? That poor creature. I know. I'm sorry. Don't watch any more 80s matches. No, I can't do it, man. Oh, we. Pro- I lo- I really like snakes. We probably so. will. Uh, we probably will 
review more matches. Uh, update on uh, Jeff McNeil. He's still in the game, and he hit a triple. So he's fine. That's great. <laughs> he hit a triple. <laughs> he, he has the fighting spirit. Uh, he got V-triggered. He's got the fighting spirit. He's making a comeback. Good shit is going on. So next week, I believe it's ECW time. And uh, I, I, I'm trying not to do, like, back-to-back matches with the same individuals. Yeah, but the... we could do that with Dean Malenko, and I won't complain. I mean, we could, but we're not. We are going to actually go to uh, December 3rd of the year 2000. And we are going to watch uh, a match from Massacre on 34th Street. It is the Unholy Alliance of Mikey Whiprick and Yoshihiro Tajiri. One of my favorite tag teams from the 2000s. Mikey Whiprick, trainer of Dan Barry. Oh, my God. I love Mikey Whiprick. And they are taking on the team of Kid Cash and Super Crazy. So uh, Not fo- just regular crazy. Super crazy. He is indeed super crazy. So uh, I'm pretty excited to uh, check that out for next week. But let's... Move on here. Uh, the battle for Los Angeles, or the battle of Los Angeles, is this weekend. Yes, it is. Um, I'm very excited to be going to this event. And uh, we're going to talk about it. I guess breaking news. Would you like to talk about the breaking news? I got approximately four text messages and three tweet mentions in the same minute. Right when they posted it. Um, unfortunately, Chris Brooks got injured and is unable to compete in the Battle of Los Angeles. Very upsetting. And that is fucking upsetting. I I, uh, I have not seen Chris Brooks wrestle, and I would have uh, liked to see him wrestle, but I guess I it is... I am so upset. One, because that is the main reason I bought tickets to BOLA. Mm-hmm. I have been repeatedly saying, like, this year and last year, I'm like, when is Chris Brooks going to get booked? He's got to get booked. And everyone's like, he's de- he's like, definitely going to be at BOLA next year. He has to be. And then he got booked, and I screamed, and I freaked out, and I had to get tickets. And then ended up getting tickets to see Chris Brooks despite having money issues, and then he gets injured, and I am heartbroken. I also had prepared a um, cosplay. Mm-hmm. I came home from lunch at work today to continue working on my cosplay of this pleather, this, I have this, like, pleather jacket with spiky, like, shoulders, like, like vest, and I'd been working on it, and I was almost done with it, and I'm still gonna wear it, because I worked so hard, and I am figured, well, if he can't wrestle, then I'll just be there dressed like him. Yeah, it'll fill the hole if he's unless he does a thing like um, TK Cooper did and come and goes anyway. But I mean, I I figure the tickets are already bought. You can't refund them. Yeah, and also he's like really good friends with Jonah Rock, mm. so I feel like that would be a fun little trip for them. Well, but I- yeah, when Chris Brooks is injured, and this comes after the news that uh, Travis Banks has been injured, so Travis Banks will no longer be in. Yeah, it. I just want to say, huh? I just said, yeah, what's happening? Yeah, and that's, this this the the slot of Chris Brooks's slot was already kind of cursed, and now it's like double fucked. Yeah, it was he is where he had originally been booked against Matt Riddle, I think. Yeah, so and, and Riddle's been, gone too. Yeah, and yeah, because what had happened was they had announced all the competitors, and before they announced the pairing or like the matches, they said Riddle's out; he's replaced with Trevor Lee, and so the match was Trevor Lee and Chris Brooks, and now it's it's Marco Stunt. Yes, um, Marco Stunt is the talk of the fucking town right now. 
Isn't um, he like mini itty bitty teeny weeny fun size tiny? Oh, he is. He is a small lad for sure. I cannot uh, wait to see if he is bigger or taller, or like bigger or smaller than Leo Rush. He is twenty two years young. Get the fuck out. Um, I heard him talk on the Art of Wrestling podcast, and he sounds like a small child. Um, goodness, I, but I have I've seen some of the gifts. And this kid looks pretty talented. This I is... think that match will be funny because it's Trevor Lee. Yeah, I. And he works well with pretty much anyone. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, to see this. I'm excited to see Marco stunt. Like he is the talk of the wrestling Twitter. Man. Which is good. It was funny when they announced that he was replacing him. Everybody's gifts were like, "Who?" Yes. Well, pff. I mean, they'll they won't be saying who very long. I, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> So, do we want to go match for match, or would we rather just go like, okay, let's just let's do this? Which what you're looking at the first round matches, right? Um, you mean the night one matches? Yeah. Well, I have both all of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I have night you, one and night two. Yeah. Right, right, right. Which ones are you looking forward to? Just in in these uh, in these first rounders. Well, here? I'll only get to see night two. I didn't That's get tickets for night one. Right. Okay. So where does what is the last night two match? Night starts of... at Marco Stunt versus Trevor Lee. Okay, so for me, uh, let's just night one. I am looking forward to. I mean, the fight for the ace of Beyond Wrestling, Joey Janela versus David Stars, is yeah, coming that's on. Fantastic! That coming... just looks really good on paper, and just those two know each Although other. Although I feel like I've seen it before. I mean, you probably have. They have. They have been embattled in, in, in a war. In yeah, I was like, they've beyond. been working together for years. Oh yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, I am excited to see Bandito versus T Hawk. Got a small taste of Bandito uh, during All In, and holy shit, I want to see this flippy lad go all over the place. Um, and then Brody King PCO. That shit's gonna be nuts. That shit's that's, gonna, that's be gonna be that's gonna be a a blood may or may not be drawn in that match. Yeah, uh, let's head on over to night two, Marianne. What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm really obviously Volta. Yeah, Volta and Timothy Thatcher should be an interesting match. Ring yes. comp collides, but and they will be teaming up the night before. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about night two is where they had to do the changes. Because originally it was Ilya Dragunov versus Jonah Rock. Yes. And Shingo Takagi versus Travis Banks. Yes. And then they swapped it, so it was Ilya Dragunov and Shingo Takagi, who had who will have tag team the night before, going yes. against each other. And then they moved Sammy. They moved Sammy Guevara in, which you and I had said we we were surprised he wasn't in it to begin with. Right. Take Travis Banks's place to go in against Jonah Rock, and I'm thinking to myself, why would they swap those up unless it had to be a winning combination somehow based on those two people. I don't know. I don't like if, know. if Shingo Takagi was supposed to win over Il- or. Yeah, it's all mucked you know, up. You know what yeah, I, mean? I hear you. I hear you. Um, for me, I think night two, what I'm looking forward to one of the matches I'm looking forward to the most is, uh, Darby Allen and Jeff Cobb. Darby... Yeah, that's the one I was just looking at because Darby Allen is a, an interesting creature. Oh goodness, Darby Allen is—he's uh, on the up and up. I'm very excited to see him live. That match should be very great, and obviously, I'm—I'm I'm interested and excited to see uh, Marco Stunt. Um, yeah. Uh, who do you... I'm excited to see Ilya Dragunov. Oh yes, I am also excited to see. Uh, 
I believe the 16 karat gold tournament winner. I yeah, didn't he, watch it. He but... has a vampire name. Oh, he's great. Um, he is an insane person. Yes. <laughs> but is he is he as insane looking as Darby Allen is? No, I don't think so. Yeah, Darby Allen reminds me of like like a scary muscly version of Donnie from the Wild Thornberries. There's just something like really crazy <laughs> and weird and like like Jungle Kid about him without actually being Jungle Boy, who is another wrestler who has way too many abs or his face, like his body doesn't match his face. Have you seen Jungle Boy in person? I don't think I have, no. Luke Perry's son? Oh wait, yes, I think I have. It's it is it is a sight to behold. You look at him and you're like, that face does not match that body. That <laughs> face doesn't even match that head. <laughs> like his face just looks even too young for his head. Like it's the weirdest thing. You'll have to. It's it's strange. He looks like somebody photoshopped the child's face on like an older person's body. Oh goodness. Yeah. So Marianne, who do you th- who is your uh, who's your breakout star here? Honestly, bre- what do you mean by breakout star? Who is the who is the person that people will be talking about that they weren't talking about before? Maybe like who oh, who will get the bola bump before? Who will get the bola bump? New Ebola. No, no, no. Who will get the bola bump and start getting booked uh, all over the place? Darby Allen. Yeah, I think Darby Allen, uh, Sammy Guevara, also for me. Uh, Sammy Guevara already kind of had a bump after just being booked at PWG in general. Yeah, I mean, he has uh, been, he's kind Darby of been. Darby Allen, I feel like Darby Allen's going to have kind of like a, because he got injured and couldn't compete before, right? Yes. Yeah, so it was, yeah, so I think, I feel like Darby Allen's going to kind of have like his comeback kind of thing. All right. Um, I feel like everyone else has kind of already been there, like where most of the people that I've recognized will have been there for a while. Right, I feel right. like. Darby Allen definitely, Ilya Dragunov for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see how the Sammy Guevara Jonah Rock match is going to go. Yes, because a lot of people don't like Sammy Guevara, and a lot more people don't like Jonah Rock. I have heard of that. I've heard that from uh, from which is a shame. Sources. People don't like Sammy Guevara like as a character, right? He's and they phenomenal. don't like Jonah Rock as a wrestler. Yeesh. And well, a character. it'll be my first time seeing um, both of them wrestling live. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, Jonah Rock is really nice. I have He's not... a cool dude. He's a really yeah. cool dude. It's just sometimes there's like his wrestling style. Like, I can definitely, definitely understand why people get bored of him. Right. Like, definitely understand. Like, there's nothing about him other. Like then his size, I guess that really hasn't. There's, I, I, I feel like there's not a connection with the personality. But when you talk to him in person, you're like, oh, this guy's really cool, and you really want to like him because he's a cool dude. Yeah. And then like, but it's a lot of people do not like him. They think he's boring. Mm. But then they also will, would feel really weirdly guilty about cheering for Sammy Guevara, who is just a. My father will hear about this. Right. Type wrestler. Yeah. The jokes could go on. I had a whole like thread of just bratty Sammy Guevara jokes with Dan Barry at Bola last year. <laughs> so it went on and on. It was like, my first car was a red Mustang and I wrecked it. It wasn't my fault. My name is Sammy Guevara. Right. I She didn't dump me. It was mutual. My name is Sammy Guevara. 
Our, my father would hold about this. Uh, I am a trust fund kid. Like that kind of thing. It right, just goes right. on and on and on and on and on. Like, like I have said this multiple times. He looks like his original choice in career was to be a soccer player, but he sucked at it. Right. So, and or he was just really good at flopping. So he figured he might as well just take fake fighting into like an actual thing. There you go. Anyways, back to that. Who who's gonna win? Who's winning the whole thing, Marianne? I wouldn't be able to tell you, honestly. Like, I wasn't, You're like, for me, guess. going to BOLA was more the experience of being able to see Chris Brooks at BOLA in that atmosphere mm-hmm. and not necessarily about the entire thing as a whole, which is why I'm really disappointed. Right. So. Okay, so y- you will not take a crack at it. I, I honestly don't even know. Like, and I also haven't been to the past few shows. I wasn't even, I haven't even been there since Volto became champion. I wasn't even there when he became champion. Right. So it's like I haven't been around. So I wouldn't be able to take an a, like an accurate stab based on how it's being booked in the past, at least. So I don't know. I feel I feel like maybe. <sighs> All right. Who do you think will be the final three then? Let's go with that. Brody King. So you think Brody King for sure is yes. one of the final three. Yes. Who else? Um, maybe David Starr. David Starr. Okay. Um, I don't know. Who do you think? Um, I'm probably going to go with, I think Valter makes it all the way just because he's the champion. I think he Wait, doesn't win. You and I had talked about how thought we thought it was weird that the champion even be involved. Yeah, it is kind of weird, but oh well. Um, oh, yeah, because you also realistically can't see anybody beating Valter. Have yeah. you seen him? Yeah. Shit. So I'm just going to say Valter... Um, I kind of like the idea of David. St- Here's the thing: like, if I put David Star in here, if I put David Star and then put uh, Dragonov in there, that's basically a WXW uh, main event. <laughs> so it is. Oh my god! Honestly, I'm gonna go Volta because <sighs> I don't ever want to say names that are first timers in Bola. I'm gonna go S- Sammy Guevara. I just think. But would you think they would really put Sammy... Well, you know what? They might. Because there might be a reason why they stacked the the matches the way they did if they wanted Travis Banks to go all the way. Yeah. And I'll put... Who I would have picked to go far if he was still in it. I'll put Brody King in there as well. Yeah, so you... Because there's just something about Brody King that I'm like, they've been booking him really strong lately. Yeah. So there you go. All right. We want to go to the news now? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, uh, I didn't know this, but I had recently been looking up wrestlers on Wikipedia, and apparently there was a big to-do earlier, uh, I want to say a month or two ago, where um, they have removed all of the wrestling moves from uh, from Wikipedia. Like, if you well, go... Like, remove the pages for the wrestling moves? No, no, no. Like, if you look up, um, I don't know, if you look up John Cena, there used to be a little thing at the bottom after I think it was after championships or before championships. And that would be like finisher or um, yeah, and it would show all of the finishers. It would show when they use them. It would say finishers or signature moves. It would say everything. Yeah. It would say signature moves. It would say finishers, and it would tell you when they use them. Um, and it was a really cool thing. But apparently, since you can't quote-unquote cite your sources that way they took them down which apparently is what happened so 
It's very stupid and very shitty. Um, I wish Wikipedia... That, that is like the only time I've ever been mad at Wikipedia in my entire life. I had asked my... Do you think Wikipedia is more of a Americans depend on it a lot? Um, I mean, maybe. I, they show you how many articles each uh, country has. Yeah, because I was asking um, my friend Adam, Adam Hess, he's a comedian, and I was like, why don't you have a Wikipedia page? Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I was like, you have a manager. I was like, you work really like consistently. He's he's on um, Rob Delaney's new show that's coming out in November, I think. Which oh, I'm cool. really excited to see him in. But he was like, I don't want one. And I was like, what? I keep forgetting. I was like, well, he's English. And he was like, that type of thing like doesn't matter to me. And I was like, but Adam, like, but but why? Like, I'm just, I'm like mad for him that he doesn't have a Wikipedia page when he's definitely successful enough to have one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And in my mind, I'm going, Tim Donst has a Wikipedia page. Yeah. So it's like, but Adam Hess doesn't. Or he does, like, there is a Adam Hess that has a Wikipedia page, but it's a German soccer player instead. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, my Adam Hess. I was like, why don't you have one? I was like, you have a website. And I was like, but you prefer to just be weirdly anonymous. Like, just, like, he he likes to keep his, his, his secretive nature, I guess, is what makes his comedy. But anyways, this is not a comedy podcast. I could talk about him forever because he makes me laugh very hard. Okay. But Hell in a Cell is on Sunday. We're kind of busy that day. Yeah. So... Oh, well. And I feel like even if we weren't, I wouldn't be all that interested. Oh, I would watch it. But anyway, uh, another thing I just uh, saw is apparently uh, today is the uh, 20th anniversary of one Cassius Ono, a.k.a. Chris Hero. Uh, It's his anniversary, 20 years in the wrestling business. God damn. Yeah. There you go. I miss him. He is a sweet lad. He's great. I wish he was... uh, he was still in the indies, but I mean, he's doing good shit. So he was doing greater shit on the indies. Yes. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe something will happen here. Anyway, um, New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, is having a new show called The Wire. It will keep fans up to date with all not the latest like the news. Actual show, The Wire. No, not that. Um, it'll keep fans up to date uh, with all the news uh, coming out of New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's going to be a YouTube channel. I don't know. I just saw that come across right now, and I didn't really care about anything else. Let's. I'm honestly shocked that nobody's asked the question to me yet. Now that Chuck Taylor is booked regularly in New Japan, are you going to start watching it more? Oh, are you? Is Are you going to start watching it? Gonna... Um, I value sleep. Mm-hmm. A lot. So, no. Yeah. Okay. Unless I could do it, like, later. Mm-hmm. Or unless you tell me I absolutely have to. Right. But... We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm we'll happy see. I'm happy for him. Now that he's, like, a big fucking star in his words, not mine. Nice. Um, But, yeah, I'm working to hopefully try and get him booked at APW. So I don't have to drive five hours to see him when he gets booked at PWG. Yeah, there you oh, go. Well. <laughs> Anyways, uh, questions. Questions. Uh, this was, I, I saw this on the 83 Weeks, which is a podcast I listen to featuring Eric Bischoff and Conrad Thompson. Uh, it's a very good podcast. They tweeted out, uh, who would be in your modern day NWO reboot? So three names. I don't care if they're with the company or not. Marianne. I don't have answers for that. All right, great. 
Um, so I would like probably... I tried thinking about it, and I was like, I can't even put mm-hmm. this so together. If you if you go um, like you have the two outsiders, and then you had the guy in the company who was uh, you know a good guy forever, and then he became a bad guy, and everyone was like, oh no, that sucks. Uh, so you'd have to do two guys from the outside. I've seen a lot of good ones. There was one where it was uh, the third man. So the two, the the two people that would start it off would be uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, and then the third member of the group would be John Cena. Oh, that would be really interesting. I think that would be okay, fun. Thing at first, I didn't know. I didn't have um, a equation kind of in right. order to pick people. Right. Because I don't have as much knowledge as you do. Right. So, yeah, that's interesting. I get what you're saying now. So it has to be like an invasion angle. I mean, the easiest one is Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. That's the easiest one. Um, But, I mean, you have to have that element of somebody who's been with the company that turns on the company. So I would say... Oh, man. I would say Daniel Bryan is the one that turns on the yeah, company. That's, that's the one. I was like, that's the one who I who just when I think of like goody goody. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely that. So I would say he would be my third man type. And then the other two that would come from the outside. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. This was a harder question. I think the one that I enjoyed the most was the John Cena, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens one. Yeah, because John John Cena is one where it's like they like turn him heel, but he's still like not really heel. Yeah, but like you would have to find somebody who who has like little to no legit heel experience. I mean, uh, Daniel Bryan's had some decent heel experience. Yeah, but... yeah, but at the same time, it's like you look at somebody who's never ever been portrayed. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but John Cena would be like the 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 one, right? You know, but he would have to fuck up real bad. Yeah, he would. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Jay Tyler Brown asks, uh, "What can Two Hundred Five Live do to try and increase their viewership?" Uh, in bringing in 205 live performers to Raw lately, are they already attempting to? The answer to that is yes. Um, what can they do to in- increase v- viewership? Marianne, do you want to take this softball question? This what To increase viewership? That phone is ringing in the background. To increase viewership? What it, what? Less shirts on Mustafa Ali. Okay, I, w- <laughs> I was going to say a different... I was softballing you another person. Mine would be uh, just don't show Tony Nese matches. <laughs> Stop trying to make Tony Nese an angle. He isn't going to happen. Um, and then he said top 205 live matches to make folks want to watch. Literally just any Buddy Murphy Kalisto match. I had um, a guy that I used to see. Um, he lives in Louisiana. Uh-huh. And um, SmackDown was in Lafayette. And he posted, and he doesn't even watch wrestling, and he posted an Instagram story, and he was at SmackDown. Oh, wow. And I was like, bitch, I was like, did you get to see Buddy Murphy wrestle live? I'm so fucking jealous. Like, Buddy mm-hmm. Murphy. But I... there was no context to it, and he's already mad at me, so of course he was going to be like, B. He just said it was a lot of fun. Yeah, well. I could have been like Mustafa Ali hard eyes, but I've already seen Mustafa Ali wrestle live. So um, I would also speaking of Mustafa Ali, I would say there was a match from uh, earlier this month or earlier this year in February. Him and Jack Gallagher. That was a pretty good match. Oh, yes. 
Um, um, a couple TJP matches have been pretty good. There was one a couple weeks ago that was really good. The, I mean, Mustafa Ali, Buddy Murphy from earlier this year. All of the tournament matches were great. The Roderick Strong Kalisto match was fun. Um, I mean, we've heavily watched. Oh, was this for the the? There was a four way between um, Kalisto, Akira Tozawa, Buddy Murphy, and TJP. You just made the list. Was that was who was in it? Yeah, that match was yeah, fun. It was really good. Yeah, that one. There was that one was a lot of equal fighting between all of them. I really liked that one. Yeah. So I mean, there's. I mean, you just gotta kind of. I even really liked the Buddy Murphy Mustafa Ali Hideo Atami match from uh, June. That one was good too. I mean, there's 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 good stuff like each and every week. It's consistent. There's nothing. Yeah, notice, like... notice we're saying a bunch of people and none of them are the cruiserweight champion. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, Dan. Also, if you maybe brought in Ricochet sometimes. Well, Dan piggybacked on that question and asked. Uh, what other 205 Live competitors would you like to see in a non-wrestling role on Raw or SmackDown? I think this is a very um, easy question. It's a good question, but also an well, easy one. What do you one. mean by a non-wrestling role? Well, on Raw so far we have um, we have seen Drake Maverick, who is the manager of the Authors of Pain. Yeah, but now. he's not a competitor. No, no, he says in a non-wrestling role, like see them on Raw or SmackDown in a non-wrestling role. Well, no, he says 205 Live competitors, and he's not a competitor on 205 Live. Okay. Well, I have an <laughs> I have another example, if that is, okay. does not suffice. Um, Leo Rush has been hanging out with um, one Bobby Lashley. So that is another thing. Why? I don't know. That's just another thing that's happening right now. I think this is a pretty easy answer and they kind of did it with gold dust and uh cedric alexander for a little bit there um but i think the easy answer is drew gulak i don't know who he would hang out with it doesn't on... matter drew gulak can turn pretty much anything into magic he's illegal yeah i don't have it pulled up so. he's a game changer and a trailblazer he's all he's all of those diamond things. laser so I mean, I, I, that's that's who I would have for sure. Um, I feel like I feel like yeah, Drew Gulak would go really well, especially since he kind of already has um, like a weird quirky friendship with Alexa Bliss. Yes, um, they go to Disneyland. Oh, oh yeah, he Alexa has a Bliss. weird friendship you with just her. Made the list. Yeah, um, I feel like, and I think. Yeah, he's got a weird kind of thing going on with her. I know TJP is pretty good friends with Sasha Banks. Like if you if you take relationships that already exist, right, and kind of go off of those, mm-hmm. you know, like you know how Noam Dar is like really funny on like up up down down every format. Yes, I feel like if you put like if you just like threw Noam Dar in as like the doofy little brother character to the bar. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just actually a that would be fucking amazing. You think so? Oh my god. I am here for that. I am 100%. It and that would basically be like it would be like Snatch, the movie Snatch. <laughs> oh my god. That's great. That's brilliant. I hope that happens. Cuz because honestly they they all know each other. Yeah. Perfect. And it, it's funny to see their interactions and what they're capable of like organically like with up up down down. Yeah. That it would be pretty easy to kind of like push people together otherwise, but 
Yeah, I think that would be funny. All right. Calvin asks, uh, will we see another Cruiserweight Classic? And if so, which indie folks, if any, would you bring in for it? Uh, in the comments, some people mentioned uh, Zack Sabre Jr., Marty Skrull, and Shitty Trevor being in it. But I Shitty Trevor is the cruiserweight of all cruiser. Like he is when I when when people say cruiserweight, I think of Shitty Trevor. Yeah, so, begrudgingly, but I, I think of him nonetheless. I don't think. Um, I mean, uh, I think we can find enough cruiserweights to do a new crop completely i feel um so i don't i don't know uh, who i would want to see in uh man man if chuck taylor lost five pounds yeah very true but he's uh he's signed up i would love to see we've seen uh, just throw johnny gargano back in there but i think he's past that actually johnny john boy yeah i think john boy's past that been eating the cupcakes i think he's just he's done what do you mean no i mean like he he is surpassed a weight class i feel i mean we'll see <gasps> i mean uh ah. i i feel i feel like if uh damn it i wish i was thinking that chuck taylor should do it but under one of his many pseudonyms mm-hmm. that'd be fun he has a lot of them yeah which one would it be you know who i would slim, put in there slim perkins you know who I would put in there in the Cruiserweight Classic? I would put Fire Ant in the Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, fuck, yes, fuck, yes, fuck, yes. Fuck, that fuck, is fuck, somebody yes, who yes, yes. definitely needs to be in the next fuck, Cruiserweight Classic, yes. if there is one. Yes. I would also put, um, I mean, they're probably all under, here we go. I would put fucking uh, Jonathan Gresham in in the Cruiserweight Classic. He's probably under 205. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure he is. Um, hold on, let me. I would put um, Fred Yehi. How high Yehi in the cruiserweight classic? I would put um, Ar Fox. Ar Fox would be interesting as well. Uh, I I wasn't sure how much he weighed. I was like, I know he has to be under that because right. he's a flippy. Yeah, Ar Fox definitely. And I mean. It's a shame that they called up Leo. I mean, I love that Leo's on TV, don't get me wrong, but I would have put him in there for sure. I don't really know who else uh, off the top of my head. I mean, What de- about any what about any uh, European guys? Oh jeez. Um I mean, it's ooh, man, I'm I'm falling off on knowing names right now. I mean, I'd put Flash in there, but I mean, he's or, or Mandrews. I mean, Mandrews, yeah, I'd put him back in there uh, as well. Um, I'm just trying. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of new names, but I mean, yeah, those are a couple of names I'd definitely put in there. Two of them are not traditional, quote unquote, cruiserweights, but I mean, they. I mean, Dean Malenko didn't really. He wasn't really a flippy boy, so. Yeah, Dean Malenko did not look like a flippy boy. No, so um, he was like he's built. He's built more like Roderick Strong. Yes, absolutely. That's who I would compare him to, especially in his actual physical looks as well. Yeah. Like normal buff dude. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but so... I would never. But you know what's sad though is Dean Malenko, like, is the type of of like white guy wrestler that would be undisputed era. Yeah, 
Did you, you see that link that somebody posted in the Facebook group to the person who added lyrics to the Undisputed Era theme? Yes, I did not comment on it because I, I, I wanted didn't. you to. I was no, thinking about it, I already, but I didn't even know what to say. And I was I, like, John would have all the insults. I already started something in the CM Punk thread. Uh, CM Punk, by the way, says uh, wrestling has nothing left for him. So uh, there you go. Just thought I'd throw that out there anyway. Um, he doesn't have the lucky anymore. He does not have the lucky. But anyway, I don't let even us... remember where we were. I was like completely. I was still like drifting over onto my on my uh, internet browser like tab of the light brights, and that's it. <laughs> okay, so um, I think that's it for us this week. Uh, I don't know what's happening with. Uh, May on classic coverage. I might talk to Courtney tonight and see what's going on. Um, maybe I'll record with her tomorrow. I don't know. I haven't really talked. I haven't spoken to her. We both were going to record and we went, oh shit, we haven't watched it yet. So I don't know if that's changed. I'll oh talk to God. her. Because she, she got a TV. Well, yeah, she got a T. She did get a TV in her room. I saw it. It looks great. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Uh, at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moon Salt, and you can follow John on Twitter at JP Thrice. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and now Spotify, which is my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, very great for long road trips, which I'm taking tomorrow. Just search Tornado Tag Radio and rate and review us as well, please. That would be fantastic. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. We're still kind of working on a design here. Hopefully uh, by the end of the year. I think that's a long time, but hopefully that's, that's, a long time. that's what we'll get. Uh, also support TTR and all of the other podcasts by becoming a Patreon. Patreon.com slash NOTLG. Uh, shout out to Mike. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to I don't know who else donates, but I, I will start a running list. Uh, Chris, I'm very excited to see you this weekend. It's going to be fun. Um, also, yeah, if you're going to Bola and you're listening to this, uh, uh, I don't know. Look for us. I think I'm going to do a thing where I. Ch- and if you don't know what John looks like, just um, I want to know oh, what boy. you think John looks like based on his voice. All right. Well, what I'm going to do, I think, is I'm going to uh, I'm going to change my Twitter little name to John at Bola, and then I think every day I'm just going to take. Oh, a- yeah, and then I'm going to take a picture every day of what I'm wearing and just make that my profile picture. That's some work you have lined up for you. Yeah, I know. I know. Dude. Yeah, just come and get a lucky with us this weekend. Yeah. Or bring us a lucky. That too. A lucky, for anyone who does not know, is a milkshake. Yes. Preferably from Jack in the Box. We would like that very much. But there's only one thing left to do, so Marianne, if you will... Ring the bell! This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.